0: let's get this party started hello hello everyone and welcome back to 20 ha this is your host heaven renee speaking and let's jump right into this podcast so by the time you're listening to this, it will already be 2020. And can I just say that is so crazy? Ah, I'm so excited. Like if you could see me right now, I'm smiling ear to ear. I'm so excited for 2020. I'm so pumped. 2019 has been such just a year of growth and learn learning for me. Like I feel like I've learned so much about myself in this past year than I have in like you know the past decade. It feels like just yesterday I was writing 2012 on my 7th grade math homework and now cut, it's 2020 and I'm almost halfway done with college. I happen to be one of those people that experienced elementary school, middle school, high school and now college all in this past decade. I think in the year 20 te- in 2010 or at the beginning of 2010 I was ending my 5th grade You know, in elementary school. And now, so that was that was fifth grade, and now I am in technically, I guess, 12, 13, 14, 15th grade, if you're, if you're still counting. The other day, I was going through some of my childhood photos and just photos from this past decade, and obviously, I look a little different, just a little bit. Um, I don't have, you know, this these big like chubby cheeks anymore. I'm a a little bit taller. haven't really grown that much but also just my many different hairstyles I've had over the past couple of years. Um, I've had like full on front bangs. I've cut my hair like really short to my shoulders like I have it now. Um, I've had really long hair. I've had um, super curly hair and I dyed my hair a couple times in high school. I did like blue and purple like not all over just kind of like underneath and like these like streaks and stuff you know going through that like rebellious phase or whatever but it's just crazy how much you know you could you physically but also just mentally and can change in 10 years and that's such a long time but for this episode I wanted to talk about the 2010s and kind of just recap this the past 10 years talk about where we've been as a society and kind of where we're going like what direction we're going into I also wanted to share with you guys what 2019 has looked like for me what this past year has looked like for me and also get into new year's resolutions you know what mine are and also my advice on how to make new year's resolutions that you can actually stick with and that you're not just going to forget about after you know two or three months so I did a little bit of research before I decided to record this podcast and was kind of researching, you know, because I was, I was thinking to myself, I was like, what, what has happened the past 10 years? Oh, that's my phone. Sorry. Um, and honestly, so much has happened. So I kind of just like jotted down like a couple notes. So 2010 is when the first iPad came out, which I never had an iPad myself. I've always just had like a laptop and then my, my iToy, my iPhone. But, you know, all my siblings have iPhones and, like, I feel like iPads are really popular, especially, I I feel like especially for kids, which is kind of a little odd, but just because they're, like, bigger and, you know, they can, there's, like, all those apps you can play, play on and stuff like that, but they're also good for a lot of, like, the commercials that I've seen. They're very marketed towards, kind of, creators and designers because you can, you can get those pens and you can, like, draw and you can do a lot of really cool um, 2D art and stuff like that. And then, okay, 2011 is when the song Friday came out by Rebecca Black. I don't know if you guys remember that, but I so do. This song came out around the time I was in 6th grade, and I distinctly remember my 6th uh, grade English teacher. He, he was really cool, honestly. Like, one of the best teachers I've ever had, his name was Mr. Cosby, and he was a really passionate teacher. He really liked what he did, and... Um, during this time, in like middle school, we did a lot of um, like school or not school project book like book reports and stuff like that. And he was really cool because he didn't want us to make you know those basic just like write up like a you know two page paper on the book that we read. Instead, he wanted us to be really creative and he encouraged us to make you know music videos, short films. Um, we did projects where we um, went on PowerPoint and we made like little like animated movies. I remember I made. A little, it's like a mysteries thing, kind of like a spin off on Scooby Doo, and I used all the same characters, and I was able um, to make this whole like little cartoon by using the like, um, what are they called, the like animation kind of things you can do on PowerPoint. So um, anyway, kind of very off track, but he showed us this video in class, and he was like, I think this is the funniest music video ever. He's like for your guys's next project. For your book report I want you guys to make a music video about the book that you read and I don't remember I think my project I want to say was on um the, ci- the city of Ember I don't know why I remember this but I remember reading that book I think that's what my I did my like song on but I just remember this like the song being played everywhere and everyone just watching the music video and stuff like that and like that was just that song is very middle school when I, when I think about it now it's such a middle school song And then what else happened? Oh, and then also in 2011 was The Royal Wedding, which is not, I don't think I watched because I was, what, 11 at the time, so I probably wasn't really interested in it. Then 2012, um, Gangnam Style, that song came out and everyone was doing that dad's like everyone. I just remember there being, um, so, so many YouTube videos of people just recreating the dance and it just being all over, like, Good Morning America and, like, all these people doing the dance. There were a lot of different dance crazes. I'm trying to, what were all of them? I'm gonna look them all up. Hold on one second. Okay, I found a website. The website The Hilltop Online has literally a list of all of them. Okay, so starting from the top, uh, there was The Cat Daddy in 2011. There was The Harlem Shake in 2013. There is Gas Pedal and Red Nose in 2013. I remember, again, this is another middle school dance. This is like a song that actually would play in my middle school dances and everyone would dance to it. I remember me and my friends actually practicing dancing to the song and now looking back, I was literally like 13 doing like a very like seductive dance. (laughs) But I'm excited to see what dance crazes there will be in the next decade. Like how do how do dance Creases start like where do they where do they come from <laughs> I'm confused um anyway um also in 2012 people thought the world was gonna end on uh december 21st 2012 um because that's when the mayan calendar like ended and people thought that like they thought it was legit gonna be doomsday and we were all just gonna die And, um, this website says, in the United States, sales of private underground blast shelters increased noticeably after 2009, with many construction companies' advertisements calling attention to the 2012 apocalypse. And also in 2009, the movie 2012 came out, which was about the universe ending, and I think it was about, like, a big flood. I don't know, I never watched it, but I kind of want to watch it now. I think, I think it did well in the box office. (laughs) But yeah, that's, that's so funny. I feel like, I don't rem. I don't think I remember. I think I vaguely remember this happening in my, my twenty twelve, baby brain. I don't really remember, but uh, talked about the Harlem Shake in two thousand thirteen. Oh, and then in two thousand fifteen was the whole debate over that dress. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about the dress, whether it was blue and black or white and gold. I personally saw white and gold. I never saw blue and black. If you thought it was blue, and bl- blue and black you're crazy, you're seeing things, um, I can't believe, but, like, that was, like, a big thing, like, I also remember being in middle school, and, like, asking everyone, like, asking my mom, asking my neighbors, I was, like, what do you see, what do you see, what do you see, and just arguing with people, and, like, random people on, like, Twitter, (laughs) um, also in 2015, same-sex marriage became legal, who, and then, oh, 2016, uh, the summer of 2016, Pokemon Go became so, so popular, and I remember me and my siblings going outside and just walking all over our neighborhood just looking for Pokemon and I was really dedicated to Pokemon for a solid like three months and then I think the summer ended and we were all just kind of like eh it was just a a fad uh and then oh also in 2016 was the death of Vine which is so sad and it's weird to think that only like my generation will know about Vine, like, my, my younger siblings don't know about Vine, and kind of, like, an old, like, generation above me, like, they weren't young enough to, like, think Vine was that cool, I guess. I was obsessed with Vine, Vine though, like, that was what I did before I went to bed every night, was just scroll, like, aimlessly through Vines, and, like, I remember you could save vines, so I would just go through my saved Vines, because those were, like, my favorites, like, you know, the ones you keep in your back pocket, and I think it's kind of cool now that we all kind of know, like, all the, like, the popular Vines, everyone kind of knows, and you still have that, like, lingo and conversations and stuff like that, and, like, I don't know, it's special. It's it's unique to our generation, which is kind of cool. Um, I guess now TikTok is kind of, like, the younger version of Vine. I don't have a TikTok. I don't think I'll, I'll get a TikTok. I don't know. My friends use TikTok, and they really want me to get one but it just seems too addicting, like, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see, I guess, okay, what else is on here, um, 2017, fidget spinners, I never really got into fidget spinners, but I remember so many people had them in my high school, and I'm pretty sure they got banned at my school, because so many people had them, and we're just using them constantly, and also in 2017, there was a solar eclipse in August. Um, it was the first total solar eclipse visible from coast to coast across the United States in 99 years, which now that I think about it means that it's probably probably going to be the only solar eclipse I ever see. Because if the next one happens, 99 years from what, 2017? Yeah, I'm going to be dead, so <laughs> I won't be able to see it. <laughs> um, what else happened, and then, I didn't write down anything for 2018, but 2019 is when Game of Thrones ended, I don't know if any of you guys are Game of Thrones fans, but I am, and I didn't, I didn't start from the beginning, like, uh, I started kind of late watching Game of Thrones, I had to, like, catch up, but it was definitely, like, one of my favorite TV shows I've ever watched, just the, I think what I really liked about it, because it is, it is pretty gory, there's a lot of just, Heads getting chopped off and people dying and there's a lot of um, nudity and like sex and a lot of curse words and gore. But I think <laughs> besides all of that stuff, what I really liked was honestly just the storyline and how good the writers were at writing a story and how good they were at making you love every single character and even like if you hated a character, like you still like loved them. Like you had like such a strong emotion for them. You were so attached to every character, and every character was so complex, and they changed so much. They were so dynamic throughout the whole show, um, so I really liked that, and the ending last season, the last season was so good. The cinematography in the last season blew my mind. I watched the last season, um, with all my sorority sisters. We watched it in our downstairs living room, because we had a, a fat-ass TV, and, we used to watch it, and I remember the, what is it, episode three of the last season, whatever the, the battle scene was, it was, like, the longest battle scene in, like, TV history, it was so good, like, I, I watched it, like, multiple times, just because it was that good, just, you know, the cinematography, how they filmed it, it was like, you were, like, at a movie theater, and it just, there's so many plot twists and turns, it was great, I'm so sad it's over, because, I just loved it so much. And a lot of people hated the ending. I didn't hate the ending. I didn't like the ending either. But, like, I understood why they wrote it the way it wrote it. Like, everything made sense. I'm just not happy about it. I don't think anyone anyone was. But, you know, that's, that's why things are good. Because they have to end, you know? So, and then, yeah. So, I guess we're caught up. That's kind of the past decade. Um, I also want to touch on kind of technology and kind of where we started at the beginning of the decade and where we are now because so much has changed um one thing that has really changed is the influence and the increase of streaming services so at the beginning of the decade we had things like blockbuster where you could go and you could rent movies i'm pretty sure you could rent cds and stuff like that and I was still really young when Blockbuster was, you know, popular and at its peak before it, they all, like, shut down, but I do have memories of me going with my mom, and, like, my mom was like, oh, you can pick out, you know, two DVDs, and I just felt like a kid in a candy store because there's so many options, and I was just like, ah, like, I want to watch Barbie, I want to watch, you know, whatever, so really sad that we don't have Blockbuster anymore, um, and the same thing with kind of, like, music, like, I remember just begging my mom to buy me, like, an iTunes gift card because songs they went from what they went from like 99 cents each to 129 which is crazy like 129 for a song like that's so much money um that's like all i asked for for like my birthday or christmas like every year i asked for like 19 gift cards so i could buy new music and now you can just pay monthly you know for spotify or apple i have spotify and i love spotify i'm team spotify i i'm very against apple and i don't know why but now we have streaming services and you can literally, you know, pay, I pay, I think I pay like, I have a student discount, so I pay like $7 or something, and I can listen to however many music, however much music I want, and same thing with streaming platforms for um, TV shows and movies now, like, no one watches cable now, you, everyone just, you know, has Hulu, they have Netflix, they have Disney+, Plus. they have Amazon Prime, like, there's, there's so many different other platforms out there, and just you have so much more control as a user to just kind of pick what you want to see you know whenever i think of a movie that like i haven't seen yet i can easily just type it in on google and like it'll show up and be like oh you could watch it on here you could watch it on here um also which has changed a lot um technology wise is shopping and how online shopping has taken over like i feel like i do more online shopping than i do shopping in person and I have actually been a fan or a user of Amazon for a while now because my mom's work used to give out um, Amazon gift cards at like her, they had like end of the year like Christmas like party thingies and I used to go and it was really fun. My mom used to bring me and they did like white elephant Anyway, but they would always give away, like, Amazon gift cards, and we, my, my mom would always get Amazon gift cards, and she'd be like, I don't know what to do with this, and then she would just give it to me, and I'm like, ah, yeah, gonna buy whatever. Uh, but now, like, everyone uses Amazon, and especially, especially if you're a college student, because you get that two-day, the Amazon Prime, two-day shipping, it, and they, they even have shipping that's, like w- like, one day. Like, you can literally type in, order some socks, it'll get there in, like, less than 12 hours, like, right at your door and we that's something that we didn't have at the beginning of the decade like you had to actually go out and buy go to the you know get in your car go to the store pick something out wait in the line you know go to the checkout buy and then drive home and now you just whip out your laptop plug in your debit card which we all know your debit card's already just synced into your laptop you don't even have to like you don't even have to do anything, you just click, 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 and something's at your door in two seconds. So we, we have come to that point in society where we, we have instant gratification for our wants and or our needs. Um, Even with like Amazon Pantry, like you don't even have to go grocery shopping now. So I definitely have some mixed feelings about that. Like I'm definitely in awe with just how much technology has grown, but I also feel like There are some downsides to it and some things are kind of like iffy. Especially me, I've noticed I've been trying to limit my online shopping a lot, especially with things like clothes because clothes are so hard to shop for because, you know, they they can look really nice on the picture or on the model on the website and then you get it in store, especially if you're shopping at kind of like wholesale places, which I've told myself I don't really want to shop at places like that anymore. I really one of my goals for, um, this next year is the kind of, to choose quality over quantity and not just, like, buy something because it's super cheap, um, because I, I do that, I've done that in the past, and I would always buy stuff, and then try it on, and it would not look good on me, and then I'm, like, too, I'm way too lazy to return stuff (laughs) in the mail, like, I'm, like, oh, it doesn't fit, I'm, like, just shove it in the back of my closet, and that is not a type of, Habit I want to have anymore. I'm leaving that in 2019. In 2019, we are leaving our horrible bad shopping habits. But there are some uh, different technologies now that we have that I really do like. Um, one one of them is Uber. Uber has been s- really helpful, especially especially for me um, in college. I don't have a car, and it is really hard to. It's really hard not having a car. Like anyone anyone else out there who doesn't have a car can so relate. It's it's really hard and it's sometimes it's really uncomfortable asking people to like use their car asking them for rides places so uber has been really helpful it is very expensive so it's not something i like to use all the time especially i live in san diego so ubering in san diego is a lot more expensive than say ubering um i used to live in virginia and the ubers there are super cheap um, I actually visited this past summer and I was there. I was like, oh my gosh, $7 for an Uber? I was like, wow. Because in San Diego, like all my Ubers are at least $20. Like when I Uber to the, like the airport, like $20 there and $20 back. It's, it's, it's painful. It really is. Um, okay, so I feel like I've talked a lot about t- the 2010s and, you know, where we've been as a society. And now I wanted to get into 2019 and this past year so here are my 2019 favorites just some things that i have that i've loved and i would recommend you guys checking out if you haven't heard of them already so as for tv shows i already talked your guys's ear off Um, about Game of Thrones but some other TV shows that I really loved this past year. The first one was American Horror Story, the newest season, the um, 1984 season. I watched this fall and I loved it so much. I thought the season was so good. The storyline was really good. It was 80s themed and it took place at this like old haunted summer camp which is like brought up a lot of old memories of like me going to summer camp and stuff like that and just the characters were all just really like funky and groovy and stuff and I loved the personalities the plot line again was really really good lots of twists and turns and then the other tv show that I really loved that I watched this year was Euphoria with Zendaya I love Zendaya I love anything that she does I think she's such a great talented actor she's so gorgeous too I just all around loved her so that's what really drew me to this show the show got a lot of different criticism from it. Like a lot, I feel like a lot of people either really loved the show or really hated it. It has it deals with um, high schoolers and they're dealing with things like their sexuality, with and drugs and alcohol and like all this other stuff. And um, I'm one of the people that I really enjoyed the show. It, um, it is it's not for everyone, but for me personally, I really related to a lot of the characters on the show and a lot of things that they went through, and I felt like. The show showed a really raw story of stuff that like I went through in high school that I feel like shows now don't really show. So again, you know, take my advice with a grain of salt, you know, try it if you don't really like the episode. Obviously, I'm, don't don't watch it. It's not for everyone. Just So just a little warning. And then as for books that I really loved this year, the first one is Before the Fall by Noah Hawley. This book was so good and it's so... It's written so well. Noah Hawley, he is a writer for film and T like TV and stuff like that, which makes sense when you write it. Just the way that it's written, it's written through a lot of flashbacks. Um, so you basically read from like the point of view of like de- ten different characters, and it's about this plane crash, and there was only like twelve people. It's a private plane. There's only like twelve people on the plane, and there was like one guy who was wasn't supposed to be on the plane, and only like two people survive, and it kind of. It, the story is told um, after the plane crash, but then there's flashbacks from before the plane crash from each and every person on the plane. And I really loved the way it was written. And there's a lot of really cool, really cool, like, outside references in quotes that I really loved and that I written down because I just loved them so much. And I really like um, books by Noah Hawley. He also wrote um, Fargo. So if you're familiar with that, this is the same guy. And then other books that I really liked this year was um, the, the Defining Decade by Meg Jay. I mentioned in my first podcast episode, it's basically about the author. She is a counselor for people in their 20s and she basically just writes a book saying her, how, her advice on people who are struggling in their 20s and how they can kind of like get their life back on track. And then the other book is called Tiny Beautiful Things, Advice on Love and Life from Dear Sugar. It's by Cheryl Strayed. And this book is by Cheryl and she used to have an advice column. So it's basically just a bunch of different um, letters that people wrote to her um, asking for advice and then kind of the advice that she gives to them. And what I really like about this book or what I really like about the advice that Cheryl gives is that every time she gives a piece of advice, she also shares a story from her own personal life of something that happened to her that was that might have been similar, and a lot of people that write in are you know re- you know really going through some tough times, and reading this book really opened my eyes to um, struggles that are kind of bigger than me or struggles that I will most likely never experience in my life. So that was really really grounding just reading this book. And then as for some other favorites, my, one of my favorite restaurants that I went to this year was the Sugar Factory. I went there for a friend's birthday and um, I know that the Sugar Factory, It's I, I went to the one in San Diego, but I know there's one, I think Miami and then I think Seattle, like kind of like all like the big cities. So if you're definitely in, if you look it up and you find one, definitely go to it. Um, the menu is crazy. They have like one menu that's all just cocktails and they're all like really fruity cocktails with all this like candy and like dry ice and it's like very extravagant and even just the restaurant itself is just very like done up and crazy but one of my favorite parts about it besides like the cool drinks and stuff like that was the burger that I had it had plantains on it and I really really loved that I really like sandwiches or burgers that you know aren't like the basic you know tomato lettuce and cheese that I like I like it when they have like a little little bit of extra on it so that's like one of my favorite restaurants that I went to. And then as for, like, some just cool new things that I tried this year, um, I went four-wheeling for the first time, which was really fun, and then in um, one of my other podcast episodes, I talked about going on a hot air balloon ride for my birthday, so that was definitely one of, um, definitely a highlight of the year. And then, okay, so some of my favorite songs of the year, I'm just going to go into my top songs of 2019. Okay, first one is Happy Birthday by Childish Major featuring Siza and Isaiah Rashad. And then Grip by Alec Bailey. Ride Dolo by Shane Eagle. Through the Night by Jack Harlow. Juicy by Doja Cat. Little Lies by Odie. Love is Only a Feeling by Joey Badass. Around by Krush. Cooks by Still Woozy, Often by Abihi slash Dijon, and R.E.M. by Ariana Grande. Oh, and Goody Bag by Still Woozy. Those are just a couple of some of the songs that I really, really loved this year. Like, just my highlights of the year. So... Starting at the beginning of the year, I was elected onto my sorority's executive board so I served um, this whole year from the spring semester to the fall semester. I recently just ended my term and that was a really fun experience. Um, Ever since I joined my sorority, I knew I really wanted to be super involved and have a position on the executive board and be able to kind of make a change and incorporate my ideas and my aspirations that I had for my sorority, and it was definitely a very challenging role. I served on the board with nine other girls in my sorority, and it was definitely one of the most rewarding leadership positions I've ever had and I've learned a lot about how to be a leader and how not to be a leader and I will admit it was it was pretty like pretty challenging at times you know trying to be a friend but also be a rule enforcer and to be like a role model to you know 200 plus girls and I'm I'm proud of the things that I accomplished, there, there were some things that didn't go the way that I wanted to, but, you know, it's a learning process, you know, I've learned from those things and I look forward to carrying the stuff that I've learned um, into my future, you know, leadership roles and stuff like that. And then another fun highlight of 2019, I went to Coachella. This was my first ever time, my first time going to Coachella and my first time going to a festival as big as as Coachella. Me and my friends camped and it was all of our first times and it was so funny because you could definitely tell. We did the car camping and our spot was right next to these people and we, we talked to them for a little bit and they told us that they had been going to Coachella for like the past 10 years and you could definitely tell because their camping spot was all decked out like they had these really nice chairs they had these cool little like lantern things set up and like it just looks like such a nice cozy little like little area that they got and then you look at our camping spot for one thing um we, we brought a tent. But when we were packing up the car, we forgot to pack in the legs for the tent. So we just had basically just like, I don't know, basically just like the sheet or whatever that builds the tent, but not the poles that, you know... Hold everything up. So we brought a tent but couldn't use it So we just had like an easy up and we had some tables and chairs So we had to have some people sleep in my friend's car and so people sleep on just like an air mattress And then we also forgot to bring any source of light. So at night we just had to use our you use our cell phones um, so it definitely we definitely did not glamp um, it definitely wasn't the most glamorous thing, but it was definitely such a fun weekend and really tiring at the end of the week, but it was so rewarding. Um, A lot of people from my school go, so I saw a lot of my friends there, and it was just a really fun experience. I really liked the lineup this this year. I know a lot of people didn't, but I personally did. I got to see my favorite artist of all time, Childish Gambino, and we were at the rails for him. I have this really, really dope as Polaroid of him, and he's making like this crazy face because his set was just so it's so if you if you don't know Childish Gambini, you would think it was so wacky, but me, I've been a fan of him ever since I was in middle school for the past what that's been like past decade, honestly. And I just loved the performance. I'm so happy I got the opportunity to see him live because he doesn't, you know, make music anymore, he doesn't perform or anything like that. So it was definitely like a one-in-lifetime opportunity. And I will definitely, like, remember it for, you know, for year, for years to come. And then this summer, I did a lot of traveling, which was really fun. And then the last place I went to, I went to Utah. Um, this past summer, my great-grandmother passed away, so my whole family got together and we spent time together we went to the lake my brothers got to go fishing you know we did paddle boarding and things like that we went on the four wheelers it was just a great week and it was like one of those trips that made me realize how lucky I am to have such a large family that is really close and really values spending time together so I'm really really grateful for that and hopefully we'll go back again hopefully after this trip I feel like we all kind of agree that we all need to hang out more, and so hopefully I'll we'll be able to visit again in twenty twenty in the summer. So, yeah, that was kind of my twenty nineteen, and then I kind of finished it off with my birthday at the end of the year. I turned twenty. Um, so those were kind of my highlights of the of twenty nineteen. But I also wanted to, to talk to you guys about some other stuff that happened that I went through and that happened to me in two thousand nineteen. Um 20- 2019 was a pretty rough year for me. I Besides, all of you know, the great things that I just mentioned, I spent probably the first half um, honestly not feeling the greatest. I had really, really low self-esteem and I was really struggling with that in the beginning of the semester. Um, I definitely was not myself and I was a lot more pessimistic than I usually am and just somber and just I know I just was not the most fun to be around and I was really... I was snapping at people all the time and just not fun. Um, and I was able to take the summertime to kind of just heal and reflect and figure out what habits I had that were actually really toxic, and kind of just regroup and figure out what I wanted my pri- priorities to be. And so the last half of two thousand nineteen went a lot better. There were still you know some bumps in the road because you know that's life and life isn't perfect. But I definitely think that I handled all those blimps a lot better than I would have handled them if I were the, you know, the same person I was at the beginning of the year. I learned a lot about how to listen to my emotions. Um, Well, first to, you know, notice them, you know, figure out what I was feeling, figure out and then figure out how to react to them and not let my emotions control me. So, yeah, I, again, I want this podcast to be, I want to be as honest as I can on this podcast, so I don't only want to show you guys, you know, how cool my life is, how great I'm doing, I also, you know, want to be transparent and show you guys that, you know, again, not everyone's perfect, like, everyone experiences hardships or has insecurities that they're struggling with, so... Hopefully in the future, I'll be able to make more episodes to- um, on this topic and go further into it, but I just wanted to, you know, lightly touch it and show you guys that, you know, 2015, you know, 2019, if you looked at my Instagram, it probably looks like I had, you know, the best year, but it definitely, definitely was a learning year for me, so yeah, um, and then now I want to get into New Year's resolutions. I love making resolutions for New Year's. I do them every year. Um my ones for last year didn't really go out as well, so hopefully the ones I have this year I'll be able to stick to and I wanted to kind of give you guys advice on how you guys can stick with yours. So um yes, I do think you should be making new year's resolutions. I'm a big supporter of self improvement and I think you should constantly be trying to make yourself a better person and form yourself into the person that you want to be and starting on the new year gives you that motivation and no you don't just have to you know make resolutions every year you know if you want to do it on like March you know 5th and make that your your deadline then you know do it then you know it just it all depends on the person so my first tip is to make your resolutions measurable be specific as specific as you can so if your new year's resolution or your goal is to work out more. Don't say I want to work out more in 2020. No, say I want to work out three times a day and I want to build better definition in, you know, my calves. I want to build better definition in my arms. The more specific you are, the easier it is to measure your goal at the end of the year and it's easier for you to stay on track. And then my second tip is to split your goals into two categories. So the first category is who you want to be and the second category is what you want to do. So who you want to be in 2020 and what you want to accomplish. My third tip is to not make too many resolutions. That's I feel like is a big mistake of a lot of people is they just basically just they just sit down and they just make a whole you know page or list and list of things that they want to do. And if you have too many, you're not going to be able to give as much of your attention and your time to them. So, you know, just stick with a few, make sure it's, you know, not too many. Um, If you want to just do one, just do one, do whatever is in, um, you know, your reach. And my last tip is to write down your resolutions that was kind of one of my problems from last year like I didn't write down my resolutions so kind of don't really remember them so don't make the same mistake that I did and write them down um this year I wrote all my resolutions down in my notes app on my phone so I know I'll always have it and I'll have something to to look to if you don't want to do that you can always you know write it on a sticky note put it in your planner put it somewhere in your room that you're always going to see like on your mirror or something like that Okay, and then there are probably some of you who are like, I really want to make resolutions for 2020, but I don't know where to start. My advice is to sit down and think about your past year. So think about 2019 and make a list. Make a list of all of your fun memories, that you had all the memories that you that like. When you think about, put a smile on your face and then think, do the opposite and think about all the memories that you'd rather not think about or all the things that happened to you, you know, whether it was internally or externally that happened that you don't want to happen again in 2020 and then go from there. Think about who you want to be a year from now, at the end of 2020, like who do you want to be? What do you want to have accomplished? so i guess i will share what my resolutions are for the 2020 year so for who i want to be um, the first one's kind of not not as deep but i want to remember people's names this is something i am not very good at at all i feel like when i meet someone it cut like their name goes in one ear. In one year and out the other, and I always feel really bad because since my name is Heaven, it's very unique and it's something that people usually remember. Like for the most part, for the most um, time, it's something they remember, or if they don't remember, they you know they're kind of close or whatever. And for me, I'm just so bad with people's names, and I want to get better at that because you know people like when you remember them. People like remember when you remember their names, and I feel like. By doing that, it'll just make it easier for me to start conversations with people because usually I don't because I don't remember their name. Um, So yeah, that's just a little, again, not not as deep, but not all your resolutions have to be like, you know, I want to change my inner workings of myself or whatever, you know, they can be lighthearted and fun. Um, And then my next um, thing for who I want to be is I want to get better at speaking my mind and expressing my feelings, especially when I'm not in a good mood or not in a good place. I have a, had a habit of kind of shutting people out when I'm really stressed or really sad or really angry and I kind of just like want to be alone. And I, I do think it's good to kind of, you know, when you are feeling such strong emotions, kind of be alone for a little bit. But you shouldn't be alone forever, you know. Like there should be a time where you kind of come out of that and you're able to process whatever and it's always easier to talk about it with people than to kind of just shut yourself in and keep it to yourself so I want to get better at that and I just want to get better at kind of just not shying away from who I am I feel like for a good part of my life I've kind of brushed off some of my personality or just kept it to myself and not really like spoken up for myself and I really want to change that and kind of just you know be unapologetically me and just not really you know care what other people think so that's for who I want to be and then for what I want to do for 2020 the first thing is I want to read a new book every three weeks um I love reading I've loved reading ever since I was really young in middle school I used to read like a book a day like I was just flying through them (laughs) Um, and then kind of in high school I just stopped reading as much and definitely in college the past the first two years I didn't read at all and it wasn't until this past year or this summer when I was you know going when I was you know healing and stuff like that I started to read again and it definitely turned my um, or made a big a big impact on my life and just made me a lot happier you know doing something that I really love you know I love reading I love I love all the genres. I love nonfiction, fiction. I love mystery things. I just love learning about new things and I love stories. Um, And then the last thing, my last resolution, my last thing for what I want to do in 2020 is I want to have a completed portfolio of all of my creative work. And I know a a portfolio is never really complete, but I want to have something at the end of the year that I am confident in and that I am confident in showing. My friends and family but also um, prospective jobs as well so whether that's you know things with photography things with graphic design interior design or any kind of things that I'm working on I want a collection of stuff that I'm proud of with all of you know my creative work and stuff so I guess my advice for 2020 is to go big you know go after what you want follow your passions surround yourself with people that love you you find someone that loves you and because I mean honestly it's it's a new year but it's almost also a new decade so the sky's the limit with this one you know start off high start off with motivation and momentum because you never know where life's going to take you. Um, I don't think I've ever looked forward to a year more than I do now. I have a lot of really exciting things coming up and I just know that this is going to be a really good year. And for all of you guys listening, I wish nothing but blessings for you guys in 2020. I think we all know that we deserve it after one hell of a decade. So thank you guys all for listening to my podcast. If you're listening to this on iTunes, make, you, make sure you guys leave a good review so that others can also find this podcast. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week and I will see you next Wednesday. Bye!